be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. I'm your host, David. And I'm Wolfie, right here in the studio. Right here in studio for episode number 100. Yay, we're in triple digits. And you all said this wouldn't last. I don't know if anybody yeah. said that, but well, I know hey, a lot of you were thinking it. And for all you people that have been around for a while, thank you for listening to us. Yeah. Ramble on about whatever. Whatever. Let's jump into Twitter. Twitter trending. Let's see what's trending today. What's the punt god in football? Apparently you get mad that I don't. I don't know. Is that like some kind of, oh, no, it's actual football. It's not soccer. Matt Ariza, the punt god. Ooh, that's a punt. That is a huge punt. He's got it going on. He got a good leg on him if he can do that. He kicked from what? Behind the 10 yard line. Mm. And it came down and rolled into the end zone on the other end. That's pretty awesome. It's about this, what, seven, eight seven. yard line? Yeah. Pretty impressive. Um, that's a leg. Ooh. Number nine. It's Catter Day. Paws in the air like you've covered in hair. It's catter day. <laughs> nice. Um, Pokemon Go community. There's still a lot of people playing Pokemon Go. There's still a group of people every day walking around downtown playing Pokemon. playing Pokemon Go. On the, so. I played it back years ago and deleted it from my phone. And then here recently, my son... So playing. Has been playing it. So I told him, I said, look, I said, I had a whole lot of Pokemon that I caught. And I noticed, I looked in his stuff to see what he had. I said, I've got some things that you don't mm -hmm. have. Would you like for me to download it again? And But I can't actually get it to open because my phone's so old. I need mm -hmm. to update it. Because every time I try to open it, it tells me it won't, it asks me if it wants to update. And then I can't update. And so it's just a vicious circle. So we don't know which is older, you or the phone. Exactly. A... Uh, as far as updating goes. Yeah. And uh, but eventually, I am going to get a newer phone. The new, uh, and, and I'll open it up, and I'll be like, "Look, here, if there's anything you want, go ahead and just take it." Or, I think the new iPhone 14 comes out next month. Hmm. Let's well, look nice. at that. I doubt I'll get to get a brand new phone. It would be nice, considering it's my plan, and, and both my children and my wife have both updated both their phones. I think mm -hmm. at least twice. Maybe three times. And I still have this one. So what is the uh, iPhone 14 Pro? How much is it? I wonder if they'll give me like a birthday discount if I go in on my birthday to get it. Uh, doubt it. You know, like, They're pretty... Uh... Like, like Gollum and Schmeagle and all that <laughs> stuff, you know? It would be nice. But, uh... It's like, it's my precious. You must give it to me. It's my birthday. 
Now, explain to me how hobbits went from giving gifts, because when when Bilbo goes to leave, mm-hmm. he gives a bunch of gifts away to, to people, and then he disappears and goes away. And it says in the text that hobbits don't accept presents on their birthday, They but they like to give things give away. Right. So... How is it that they went from a culture that does that to way back in the waybacks when uh, Gollum, Schmeagel, finds the ring? His brother, I think, found it. And he's like, give it to me. It's my birthday. So originally they were a, on your birthday you accept presents. And then it went from that to the other. Is it maybe because Schmeagel killed his brother? That that, that could had be. that change? That, yeah, that would. Because be they got driven out of. He got driven out of his village or, you know, community because of it and ended up living in a mountain with a bunch of goblins and blind fish. iPhone 14, everything we know about Apple's upcoming 2022 iPhones at a glance. There's the size. What's the uh, capacity? Rumor. So how big is it? How much, like, storage space and stuff like that we got? I think you can get all the way up to... Can you get, like, a terabyte in it or something like that? Um, let's see, two terabyte? Two terabyte phone, wow. Um, two terabytes of storage. Apple added a new one terabyte storage, and rumors suggest that the 14 upgrade will have two. Okay, well, even if you've just got one, that's an oh, impressive yeah, amount of storage. Two. Mine's 512, and I've never even come close to And I download 40 podcasts a day. And yeah. half the time I don't uh, delete. So they build up, build up, build up, build up. Mm-hmm. That's the problem that I have with mine. I have so little space. I'm actually, there's been several times in the past I've been prompted to delete things and get rid of things because I can't, it won't let mm-hmm. me. And now it won't even update anymore because it's so old. Yeah, I don't think this one will update on the new software. Because mine's iPhone 8. Yeah. Um, I'm not even sure where mine. I think it's mine around 6. But yeah, I'd like to get a new one. I just don't want to pay for a new one. And I, I, yeah. I really like, I still have the thumbprint. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I really like the thumbprint unlocking it. I didn't say Rather it. than having to punch in yeah. the number. And I use, if I use uh, yeah, I Apple can, Pay. I can do thumbprint too. Yeah. In 2023, we'll opt for a USB-C port instead of Lightning port. I don't like that either. What is the difference between a USB-C um, port? I don't have Is that USB-C. the one that has like the the little... It's not flat, like... Yeah, it's not like that one. Like that, it's like got the... It's like round. Yeah, kind of. Okay. All the pins are on the inside instead of... Right. Where those are technically on the outside, I guess. All you tech nerds out there going, that's not how it works! (laughs) And if we are wrong, please (laughs) forgive us. Uh, Yeah. Dave Uh, is, I will uh, give this to Dave. He is more tech savvy than I am. One of the big rumors was the foldable iPhone, which that's... That's going to be way off. Some of those foldable phones, like uh, uh, you know, Galaxy, uh, the next, not Nexus, Samsung makes mm-hmm. one of the the foldable ones. Yeah, they look. Uh, some of those look really nice. Well, um, sure. They, and the thing of it is, is here we are. We're going. We we had the flip phone, which was inspired by Star Trek. In my opinion, right. And now we're going to a place where we're having flippable smartphones which i should think would be also be a homage to star trek in a certain way and your ipads uh 
Yeah. That's Star Trek. That's from like Next Generation. They walked around with little things like this all the time, doing things on them. Well, they walked. He walked around. Dave, I cannot open. I cannot do that. Dave. Two thousand one space. Yeah. Odyssey. He. Uh, um. He had an iPad. Yeah. And that was made in what was sixty seven. That was back a long time ago. Sixty eight. Sixty eight. Yeah. So they carried around yeah. little iPads. Cool, 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 cool. What are your three favorite John Carpenter movies? Uh, Playlist: The Thing. I like The Thing. Is all right. The Fog. Never was a big fan of The Fog. They Live. I like They Live. Obey. Um, Halloween, of course. Big Trouble in Little China. Ooh, yes. Big good. Trouble in Little Chinatown is aw- Well, excuse me, Little China, not Chinatown. That is an awesome movie. Is that John Carpenter? Yeah. Okay, then there is one on the list that I do know. They, the, everybody's and listing think, The Thing as their number one. I think The Thing was a remake of a, like a 1950s black and white movie. Uh, there was like something, they were like a team up in the Arctic or maybe in the Antarctic wherever and they find something in the ice some kind of monster or something like that yeah. if i'm not mistaken because his was made in the 80s so the original the thing from another world yeah it's a south it says a skeleton crew at the south pole telescope yeah. station so it had something to do with being in the ice so it's the same it's same, the same it's, yeah, it's yeah big trouble in little china is just a, a that is it's, it's a great movie i love that movie I would still put the original uh, Halloween as probably my top of all of them, um, of those. Let's see what else is trending. The one I saw earlier was Fox News put out a picture of ju- the judge, you know, that signed the uh, mm-hmm. the warrant. Right. Um, he, uh, I guess he was originally a prosecutor, and then he switched over to defense, and then he was... Um, one of the defense attorneys for all the Epstein stuff, right. people. And then he recused himself not long ago on some other Trump stuff because of the Epstein thing and because mm-hmm. of Trump. And Right. But yet, then he was still, you know, hmm. fine enough to sign a search warrant for Trump's house, but which to me you would think would be a conflict too. But You would think, yeah. But uh, so uh, there was a meme picture, meme picture of him going around on the, and it's an obvious fake picture. I mean, it's a meme. Mm-hmm. It's him on the. They're on a private jet. He's kicked back. What's her name? I don't know how to say her name. Jisling Maxwell. Yes, is like massaging his feet in the picture, and he's holding like a <laughs> bottle of wild turkey, and he's got a pack of Oreos laying on his stomach, <laughs> and something else. Trump or the the, the, the judge. judge? Okay, and it's an obvious fake picture. Right. Well. They, uh, um, Fox News showed it on the, on the Tucker Carlson show. Tucker wasn't on it. He was mm-hmm. off and then the guy that was filling in right. for him on his show showed it. And then, uh, everybody blew up uh, Fox News, but now fake news, fake news, all this stuff. Yeah, they pretty when, much, they were right. telling you when it it's was an fake. Obvi- right. It's an obvious fake here. So people. then they immediately had to come back on and said, we thought it was obvious that it was This is a fake. fake. Obviously it was a meme, it's tell. a joke, but... Um, so, but now it's this manipulated image of a fundraising email from former president Trump can contain fake nuclear codes. 
former President Donald Trump had has been sending fundraising emails to his supporters following the FBI's raid at his house in Florida, but none of the emails sent by his team contained numbers claiming to be nuclear codes. I don't know who would have believed that it, he would be, but I don't know either. I guess people were claiming that he was doing it, and fact checkers like, no, that's not happening. Same way with the uh, um, Hillary. I mean, Hillary is doing a ton of fundraising off of this. What is it called? The shirts know. and the hats that she's selling is, uh, but her emails. Everybody's saying, well, if you can do that to Trump, but her emails. What about her doing yeah. this? So, yeah, and I don't understand it either. Uh, only the fact that uh, Democrats they don't they don't do anything to their own ever. They yeah. you as a Democrat you could go out and kill somebody and they'll find a way to, to you know. Well, I mean, perfect case of point, Hillary and Bill. <clears throat> really? And that's what you're going to go with? They see, that's the arrogance of that person. She is so arrogant. Yeah. But her emails, when she knows, she stood there and she did illegal things. She had a private email server right. in her house. And then when they asked for it, the justice or whoever the, the government asked for it, Tell me. Yeah. she just went and destroyed it. When and, see, he, and now she, it, and she's touting it as, oh, but her emails. Which, you know, we were talking about earlier. I, I had a conversation with somebody that we were going back and forth talking about that. And that's what uh, they said. Well, she didn't do anything wrong or she wasn't charged with anything. I said, well, um, no, she they, she was investigated for it. Comey, uh, Comey said we, that she did. It was obvious it, that there was evidence that she had classified information, had classified files. They had classified files on her personal servers. They destroyed them. But that, uh, what was his quote was that there was no evidence that she had intentions on doing anything criminal. That means she didn't do anything criminal, but his quote was that there was no evidence she, that she had or that she intended. She had an unsecure, she had an unsecure, personal email server and then and, when, and then when it was asked for by the law she destroyed it so that just in case there's something on here that can intri- incriminate me but they didn't destroy all of it see that was the thing a lot of what they still got was still a violation she still had mm-hmm. classified documents that she shouldn't that have she had. shouldn't have had on that server that they did find um and like i said and that just you can just see the arrogance and she's wearing that hat She's so arrogant. She knew she broke the law. Right. You can't tell me, you know, she's been in government long enough. She's, she knows better than to do that, but she did it anyway. She's a horrible person. <laughs> she really is. And I don't mean horrible in a good way, like Hagar the Horrible. Right. The Viking in the cartoons on the Sunday. He's he's a nice horrible. She is the epitome. She's, she's the antithesis of Hagar the Horrible. She's just horrible. Here's... This is also trending. Hashtag Biden worst president in history. Um, it's official now. Has he passed uh, Osama or uh, Bin Laden and or, excuse me, not Bin Laden. <laughs> Jimmy Carter. Osama Bin Laden and Jimmy Carter? No, uh, Barack Obama. That's it. Oh. <laughs> Where am I getting these? That's words? what I was going to say. I know you were looking at this picture. Yes, but. that's exactly what I was <laughs> looking at that picture, and I had words going out my mouth. Ooh, cool picture of. Uh, um, Hunter with a Mark Safe from FBI raids today. Yeah, nice. What's he smoking there? Um, Looks like a crack pipe. They don't make you a bad person. Really? Huh. 
No. The actual act of smoking crack doesn't. Depends on your location, whether it's legal or not. So it's possible to smoke crack in a, if you're in uh, Amsterdam mm. smoking crack, completely legal. Yeah. You're not breaking any laws. You're not violating anything. Uh-huh. And and maybe you don't even do anything after. You just sit yeah. and mellow out. So the actual act itself does not make you a bad person. Okay. I guess in that particular instance, I will concede the point to you, Dave. You're right. But now, if you smoke crack and then you get out and drive in a car or you and steal you, your from your neighbor's house because you don't have any more money to buy crack yeah. or you just uh, become a horrible person, the same as if a lot of people become when they have a little bit too much alcohol to drink mm-hmm. um, or a lot of too much alcohol to drink, they become angry, mean drunks. Yes. Um, the actual, I don't think the actual element itself is is bad i think the abuse of it is bad the excess of it is bad like everything else i don't think there's anything wrong with alcohol i think the excess of it and the abuse of it is money i don't think there's anything wrong with money the love of it is what you don't think no money's evil uh, so, uh, so what, like you probably liked the movie the wolf of wall street didn't you i think that's an amazing movie i do too <laughs> <laughs> he's a. Uh, I listen to him on anytime he's on another person's podcast. It's always really good. He was on the Full Send podcast. Amazing podcast. Mm-hmm. They get, but they always get the information out of people that uh, you're not going to hear on all these other shows. Mm. Um, they had uh, Elon was on there last week. Two, two and a half hours. Awesome podcast. Uh, their Trump podcast that they had on, mm-hmm. that was maybe. Three months ago, two months ago, mm-hmm. they had Trump on. As far as I know, the only uh, podcast Trump's done since he's been president. Wow. Um, and uh, I watched it live, and I was remember thinking, this will not stay up. Yeah, <laughs> they no. streamed it live on YouTube, uh-huh. and YouTube pulled it. I think it stayed up, they I want to say like three hours. And they got, I think they were at like six and a half million views. Uh-huh. Um, and at that point, they just because I mean, if you got like what three hundred and some odd million people yeah. in America, and you've got three hundred million, yeah. three hundred million views, just about everybody in America is watching. No, no, no. They had like they had like five million, three three to five million. I don't remember the exact. Oh, but they only had like one percent of less oh, okay. than one percent of the population watch it. But but like I said, it was up less than a day. Right. You leave it up a week, I bet they could have hit thirty, forty, fifty million views. Oh yeah, sure. Um, and Trump was telling them over and over during the podcast. They're going to take me down. They're going to take this down. This will yeah. not stay up. No, it won't. You're and, right. uh, and the thing about it is, is with YouTube, if you say, like, if we're sitting here talking about COVID right. and how useless the like, past year in, has been in fighting COVID and the fact that the uh, the vaccine, the, the jab isn't effective, doesn't stop you from getting it, doesn't stop you from spreading it. If we were to put that on YouTube, it yeah, would not stay. You. They would right. pull it down like that. That's why no we, one would get that information. That's like when we were watching the uh, um, earlier. What's his name? And here's Flackus, the thing. talks. Just because I mentioned the words COVID just now and said what I said, when you go to uh, uh, what is it? Spotify, uh-huh. there'll probably be a COVID warning on this episode. Yeah, just probably. because I said what I said. And they'll want you to go somewhere and get the real facts. Right. 
It's like, okay. Anything that I say. And, and you know, honestly, on, just, on a topic that there is so much variety of mm-hmm. information. Right. I don't have a problem with Spotify saying, hey, they do talk about this. We recommend you do more research. Oh yes, because okay. you don't know. You don't know. Wi- disclaimer which- for the socially sensitive podcast is: don't take anything we say as being true unless you yourself have went and checked it out yourself. Right, but I would put that on the opposite side too. If somebody is on a podcast talking about the vaccine, everybody needs to get the vaccine at one hundred percent. If you get it, you will not get COVID. You will not get sick. You will not die. Mm-hmm. To me, that's just as bad misinformation oh, sure spreading that way. And they should be telling anybody who's saying that, if you're listening to that, hey, they're talking about this. We're not going to verify anything they're saying. Right. We think you should do some of your own investigation. Your own research. Yeah. And say what the possible problems and side effects of this could be. I use the IRS as a political weapon against Americans and nobody cared. That's true. While Obama works, he was a, yeah, uh, there was one guy that was on the talk radio shows. I think he got audited every year Obama was in office because he went hard on him as far as like his policies and not just his policies. You know, this is right. this is what he says he wants to do. This is, you know, let's do a logical progression of what this is and go and just flesh this out and see, you know. But every year when it came tax time, he got audited. Right. Now, what's the chances in that? <laughs> you know? This coming year. Um, I think the whole country is going to get audited this year because with that uh, fighting inflation bill that they put out, in that bill they said that they were hiring, I think it was 87,000 87, new IRS agents. I don't think it has anything to do with the IRS. You know what I think they are? What are they? They're armed military because one of the job requirements is you had to be able to carry a, a weapon, mm-hmm. um, comfortable carrying a weapon, trained in carrying a mm-hmm. weapon, and comfortable with um, the use of deadly force if necessary. So, uh, another, and what that, that doesn't have anything army, to do with a book. another standing army that's not being called an army. The militarization of, of the government. Yeah. Because right now, I think the IRS, um, what did they up their budget from? I, I was going oh, to think their budget know, was $12 billion. In that bill, they were talking they about raising taxes on people. And, they, of course, and his claim is it's nobody uh, making under 400000 a year, which is not true. Not true. Um, because here's the, here's the way they're going to get you. It's, it's, it's really a, a poor state of affairs if you've got to listen to me to understand this. <laughs> But they're talking about in that bill they're raising taxes not just on people, but on corporations. And what's going to happen is the corporations are going to say, "Oh, we've got to pay X amount of dollars more in tax per item that we sell." Then they're going to raise the price on that item to cover the cost of that tax. And thus, when it gets to the shelf and you buy it, last year it may have been a you know a dollar and a half less. Now it's got to be a dollar and a half more. That is inflation, people. Yeah, There's, there it is. The IRS, their uh, their budget has been fourteen billion in the thirteen point seven, fourteen point three, twenty twenty one is what it runs. They're upping it to eighty billion for the IRS. Budget. They're more than doubling the budget. Yeah, 
4xing it. So they're getting a lot more money, and uh, and they're going to be armed. Armed. If that's actually true, if they're armed IRS agents, you know, mm-hmm. we would have to, of course, have to read the bill. No, that was in the job postings. Oh, the job postings yeah. for being for a being new, that that new. Okay, for being a new IRS agent. Agent. Okay. The, in the new hirings. Now, not all. Not they're not hiring eighty-seven thousand. A lot of those will be agents that are moved from other things into this, I think. Mm. But a lot will be because there's not that many available. Um, oh, there again, they're just increasing the size of the federal government. And I'm sure all these new IRS agents will all be unionized and to, you know, actually streamline the the government. To, you know, oh, we're all union employees. You can't fire us. Job posting for criminal investigation, special agents, key requirement for applicants that you have, have to be legally allowed to carry a firearm. Major duties include carry a firearm and will be willing to use deadly force if necessary and be willing and able able to participate in arrests, execution of search warrants, and other dangerous assignments, according to job posting. You know what would really be just karma coming back to bite these people in the butts is if they put this stuff in place, and then somewhere down the road, they end up being the ones that are in the crosshairs of these people, and the people that they put in place to arrest people to do that they themselves end up being victims of what they put themselves what they self put in motions you know what i'm saying that would I be know, awesome. i was i was wrong yeah Our, the Na- army national guard is 300,000 um uh, a quarter the size of the national guard which is still a huge army yes uh, a militarized force right and it's also militarized your government right what they recover through audits that mm-hmm. were unpaid right you know we need to but that's my point, is and the ex- extra $80 billion in the budget yeah, to recover another billion and a half dollars a year. That don't seem like a very good investment. The same people who said Trump was a danger to democracy are illegally raiding him so he can't run for president in 2024. I support Trump now more than ever. There is a certain truth to that. Because that has what they're doing to this man has never been done to any other president that I know of in our history. Right. And it's it's just, it's politics. It's just, we're so afraid of this man that we don't ever want him to be able to run for president again because, you know, number one, they can't articulate a good argument against the things that he's saying. So instead of trying to come up with a good argument, they just call him a, a, uh, a racist and they shut him down that way because they don't want to have to deal with the ideas that he comes up with. Right. And, yeah. you know, I, I, mean, know, I don't things, want him to run again. All things being equal, I mean, gas was down. Unemployment was at the lowest it had ever been over across all the classes. He had done more for black Americans uh, and Hispanics and stuff like that to be able to start jobs and, and, and their own businesses and stuff like that than any president before. And then they just come in and they're like, oh, we're going to take all this stuff away. Look, there they are right there. The two worst presidents in the world. (laughs) Hold my bear. It's like, yeah, you think you can do worse than me, Mr. Biden? I'm sure I can, Jimmy. Here, hold my beer. (laughs) All right. Here, let's jump into uh, um, this morning on the, uh, if you want to tune in every morning, download 
We also do the Socially Solo podcast um, every morning. Socially, it's Socially Dave or Solo. I do the Socially Solo podcast. Socially, socially is, Dave Solo. Yeah, it is Solo. That's the point of Solo. But, he's, he's Han's brother. Um, but, but Wolfie is going to start doing some uh, solo episodes himself. I'm, I'm thinking too. about doing that. Yes, I am. I think we're going to alternate. So we'll be like uh, Wolfie Solo. So it's Dave, Han, and Wolfie Solo. We're brothers. I guess that would make me Han Solo, and you'd be Chewbacca. Well, you're furrier than I am, so you yeah, should probably be Chewy. You're Wolfie. That's true. Um, uh, oh, well. But yeah, like the today... Um, Today was, yeah, National Garage Sale Day. And you would not believe how many uh, little garage sales and yard sales I've seen on the way yeah. over here. Well, we passed the Yeah, one after one getting we, here, we've seen one, yeah. Went to eat. Uh, National Bowling Day. Um, and International Left-Hander Days. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll lay out my, my, my little spiel I did in Socially Solo this morning. Oh, here we go. And we'll get your opinion on it. All right, go ahead. All right. You've heard of Occam's Razor. We've talked about that in the past. Um, it's and anytime you have an idea, the the usually the simplest answer is what the answer is. Mm-hmm. If you have to make nineteen assumptions to get to an answer, the most complex way is not probably what happened. The, right. Usually, the truth or what happened. Reality is usually the the simplest. Not always. I mean, sometimes the more complicated is right. the truth, but. So I was going over this Newsweek article in Breitbart, you know, you know, with the Trump warrant mm-hmm. come out uh, yesterday. Yeah. I've got to copy. I don't have it on this computer. I've got the filed copy upstairs. Okay. Um, but uh, <clears throat> it has everything. It has the full warrant. It has the receipts of everything that they took, every box, the whether it's box 3E, whatever, the markings, the identification on it. Right. And then the signatures at the bottom. Trump's attorney signed it, and then I don't remember what the other signature was, but then the two agents, the one that's like the regular agent, and then the other was like supervisor agent, they both signed it. And on the released copy is redacted for, obviously, the Uh, agent's names. We don't want to dox the agents. That's the idea behind it. The because the the warrant isn't re- the issue of my questioning. Breitbart got a copy of the unredacted warrant, mm-hmm. like it was leaked. Right. Um, okay, we'll we'll take one step back. For the past few days, everybody had been saying FBI needs to release it. They need to release it. They need to release it. And they were like, we will release it. And then everybody on the left was saying, well, Trump's got a copy of it. He got a copy. He should just release it if he wants it released so bad. Mm -hmm. Now, I believe there are protocols. There's a difference between leaking things and releasing things. Right. Um, So that it now is public record. It's out. It's, Mm -hmm. you know. But uh, either way, however it got out, I don't know how it got out. I mean, because... There's obviously multiple copies of it. Right. But the unredacted version is what got leaked. Most news articles, news outlets want to be first, first on every story. They're most, both sides. That's why they come out with some of the most ridiculous crap. And then if you wait at least 48 to 72 hours later, more information will come in and the original story will change. It'll do almost a 180. Mm. Once you get all the facts in, but they want to be the first one to make some kind of report. 
And it doesn't, it doesn't even have to be the truth. You know, they'll just, cause they want to be on, they, we want to get the scoop, right. you know, yeah, it's silly. But anyway, go on. What's the point? All right. My point is they release or the, they, like I said, they, they want to be the first one out mm-hmm. so that, uh, first to market. The idea is, okay, what's the simplest answer? Why did they release the redacted or the unredacted version? Simplest answer would be Occam's Razor would tell you they didn't even put a thought into it. It's just like, here's a document. Here's what everybody's talking about. We're, we've got it. We're putting it out. Right. A lot on the left are now saying, well, because Breitbart is who released it. Mm-hmm. Steve Bannon used to work for Breitbart. Mm-hmm. Steve Bannon also worked for Trump. Mm-hmm. which means Trump is the one that leaked it through Steve Bannon to Breitbart. Okay. So we're making a few leaps here. Yeah. I'm not saying that's un, it's not unrealistic. That's always a possibility. I don't know. You, mm-hmm. But you do have to make a few leaps. Yeah. Now, the motive behind why you would want to do that. In their article, Newsweek's article, they started... <laughs> Now, I know Newsweek wasn't actually writing much of the article. Most of it was, this person said this, this person. They were taking all of these, this one, he's a legal analyst, former federal prosecutor, his tweet. They're taking all these people's tweets Mm -hmm. about it. Like the one digital strategist, Alan Rosenblatt, he he put that Merrick Garland called Trump out to make a warrant public. Trump tried to get one over on Garland, releasing the warrant to Breitbart without redacting the agent's name. Trump docks the FBI agent, serving a legal search warrant. Once again, Trump is inciting violence. So now they're making another leap. No. I will have to say that no, he is not inciting violence by releasing the uh, search warrant and not, not dox- warrant and not doxing or not redacting their names. It's a legal court document. And now it's nice that they redacted their names on certain copies, but no, no, that's, and these aren't undercover people. These are freaking, these are FBI agents. They've been told by their boss to go down here and serve the search warrant and look in this stuff. We already know that they're federal employees. It's not like they worked undercover for years and they're going to be, you know, it ain't like they're working with the FBI or, or not the FBI, but you know, they're trying to infiltrate the mafia or anything like that. They're not in any danger. They're not undercover people it's just like as a police officer if i go and uh ask for a search warrant and then it's like okay uh mr judge i want to redact my name off of this it's not gonna happen i'm still I'm depends on the case eh, well, maybe. yeah if you're i one mean of if, the, I'm, if, if i'm dealing with like the mafia then yes or no i'm saying if you're one of the brianna taylor officers that was there or yeah. if you were one of the uh that had nothing to do with the shooting or but you were one of the other officers, if you're not relevant to the information, right. which those are, those two aren't relevant to the warrant. They're the ones that served it, right? Uh, they're the ones that signed the receipt. Okay. So as far as a court document, yes, they are relevant. As far as public information, they're not relevant. And actually, I think they are because they are they're employees of the federal government. And as uh, I should be able to get a Freedom of Information Act request and get that without any redaction on it at all now i'm not talking about like if you got some cia cia guy overseas and i'm not going to you know you don't you don't release that you know 
if you got somebody, like I said, trying to infiltrate the mafia or some kind of drug cartel, you're not going to. I understand in certain instances, but this is well, no, not I mean, any. This is not anything close to that. Right, but let's say and here's something else. I was listening to a uh, her name's uh, Liz Wheeler, I think it was. She was talking about this, and she was saying that the government has already looked through all these boxes and all this stuff, and they let him take it out with him anyway. And they no, no, they no, locked they, it in a room in Mar-a-Lago. Right. The the Secret Service did. Yeah. And then they come back days later with a search warrant to take the lock off of a door that they put on the door to begin with inside a man's private residence and then went in to look through stuff again. Right. Because I'm like, if it, was, if it was bad when you first looked at it and put it in there, why didn't you get it then? Well, they didn't see everything. That was the thing. They said that according to them... The the whistleblower the mm-hmm. there was somebody oh, of course there's that always inside a that made a just like there was a whistleblower that said oh I heard him do the quid pro quo on the on the conversation with the Ukraine president and they never did actually find that guy right I'm not saying they do or they don't but if let's say you come in here and you look at all of these right and and you're not talking about this we're talking about how like we were talking about weighing money earlier when they're dealing with the amount of stuff they have right i mean you're talking i always go back to i remember when obama left office them removing documents they were using forklifts loading pallets onto tractor and trailer trucks yes of of banker boxes full of documents so who knows what every single one of them is i don't know yeah nobody does well obama knows because he probably backed them he probably boxed them up well somebody did obama never touched a thing trump never even touched one trump didn't know what was in any of this probably not he didn't box anything he didn't move anything But the but whole we all point know is, that every president, like I said, they left office. They all take stuff with right, them. and you don't know what's in all of it. because they want to do their memoirs and stuff like that. They got to have notes. right. But when stuff does come out, okay, here's some files that hadn't been declassified. Mm-hmm. Um, we need them back, right? Because they're technically still classified. You never declassified them. Biden's not going to declassify him. Trump no. Trump can't declassify him now. No, no, he can't now. So they have to come back. And if they miss them, they're, they're thinking, let's say they're 100% on the up and up. I don't think they are, but let's say they are. We look through a lot of stuff, and we miss some things because there is still a ton of things. Mm-hmm. And then it comes out months later, somebody says or reports from inside, no, hey, we found some stuff that you all need to get. Or something. Yeah. And their claim is, because that's their claim, is that, that, that because Trump did turn over a bunch of stuff back in June mm-hmm. when they checked the first time. They, they took a lot of stuff with them. Right. But this claim is they missed some. Supposedly. If, if, supposedly, if it's an accidental miss. They requested again to Trump have them returned, is what their claim is now. And they didn't. It's not that they denied, they just didn't do anything. It's kind of like, eh. Their thought was, you had your first shot. That's irrelevant to the topic. Is it still classified documents? We if it know. is, right. That's the whole point of a warrant. We come in, we have somebody inside there, inside Mar-a-Lago, that says, yes, there are. Here's photo evidence of it. Whether they are or not, we need yeah, them but back. It could be it's something could be stamped classified, and, and he oh, declassified yeah. it and just not stamped it. 
it didn't get stamped declassified. So you've got some Yahoo who maybe is a maid who's a plant going in, right. snapping pictures of but we things know that, that say classified on it. And it's like, it's already been declassified. But we know that as far as the, Com- the Comey investigation with Hillary. There's an actual statute that that doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Because that came up during hers. Mm-hmm. And that there was some stuff that was like that. Basically, if it had been declassified, if as long basically they didn't follow the process. I mean, my whole thing was they keep making all these leaps, mm-hmm. and each each tweet that the Newsweek article, like the first one said that Trump was doing to incite violence. The next one was from a former federal prosecutor, uh, Renato Mariotti. He said it's also worth noting that they published the names of FBI agents served no purpose other than opening them up to threats and harassment. The other one caused these special agents and their families grief, impossible threats. Uh, when Trump leaked the warrant, see, this one, Time Warner news anchor, when he tweeted it out, he didn't even, he, he already jumped past the assumptions that the first two made and said when Trump leaked the warrant to the Wall Street Journal, Fox, and Breitbart this afternoon, he didn't even take it on this assumption. He's just stating it as fact that Trump did that. Mm-hmm. Anyone who thinks Trump cares about American Americans is a damn fool. And and then they go on to then at the end of the article add less than 24 hours before the Trump search warrant was leaked. Um, an armed Trump supporter who had recently advocated killing FBI agents online was shot dead by police and allegedly attempted to break into the FBI field office. So even though this happened before the leak, they're wanting to remind you in the article that people are crazy. Yeah, And so if you put this information out there, crazy people are going to do crazy things. Mm-hmm. Um, but so you'll notice they're the not going to hold themselves accountable for the things, the crazy stuff that they've, they've said on their side of the aisle, which has provoked crazy people on their side of the aisle to come out and do crazy things. Right. That's totally okay. Like uh, Maxine Waters, the big Maxine one. Waters, yeah. And uh, with the millionaire socialist, what's his name? Ran for president a couple years ago. What is his name? Millionaire socialist? Yeah. He's got like three houses, but he's like all in for oh, socialism. Oh, Bernie Sanders? Yeah, Bernie. Oh, oh. He said some things that were insightful, and this guy shows up at a Republican event, a baseball game, and yeah. shoots up a baseball game. But do you hear anybody saying, you know, hey, we need to hold this guy accountable for this? No. But of course, when Trump does this, it's like, we got to hold Trump accountable. See, that's my thing. Trump didn't do this. Yeah. <laughs> they keep making all these assumptions, and that was my whole point of Occam's Razor. Yes. Is that here's an event that happened. Yes, the Breitbart did release the unredacted, and mm-hmm. like you said, the argument on whether it should be redacted, that, that's not even a point to this either. No. It's like, whether they did or didn't, to you, this one is the simplest answer. They were trying to get it out before everybody else did. Because if you read it, if you go to CNN and read it, you're not coming here and reading it. Or you're not coming. Mm-hmm. We, if First to market is everything on big stories like Oh, shit, yeah. So we got the scoop on everybody. That's the simplest answer. Yeah, sure it is. But if you're going to make 19 assumptions to get to Trump did it through yeah. Steve Bannon and to get to Breitbart maliciously for the attempt because he knows crazy people like this are going to come after him and do things. And then that way, maybe in the future, none of the agents will want to be a part of something like that because they're like, well, no, we don't want any of the retaliation that's going to come from it. Which is kind of what they're doing to the police on the flip side. Mm-hmm. 
if you start arresting all of these officers for doing what their job calls for, and if it's defending their lives or the lives of somebody else, but they end up having, you know, horribly to take somebody else's life, they immediately jump to, okay, now if you're an officer on the street, it has to go through your head when you're making a stop or you're doing something. How is this going to play out? Yeah. Um, should I maybe just, well, I mean, there's that one video, the guy, um, there's a, the black guy wrecks his car in a ditch, police car pulls up and sees him and the guy gets out and the guy, I guess, was drunk, the one that wrecked mm-hmm. and, you know, smashed the car up and it's in a big deep ditch and the guy's climbing out of the car and comes charging at the officer. Officer gets in his car and drives off. It's kind of like, <laughs> I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. Because he's like, well, first of all, I'm by myself. I'm a white officer. That's a black person. Somebody's filming it. I can see that they're standing there filming it because mm-hmm. we got video of it. Right. How is this going to play out? If he continues to attack at me. I'm going to have to defend, have to, myself. Right. defend and, myself. And I'm not going to give up my career for this. And I'm not going to go to jail for defending myself. So I'm just going to remove myself from the situation and we'll just let him deal with himself. Yeah. He can get his own car out of right. a ditch. Um, and it doesn't matter now that he's drunk or not. Right. Because he ain't got a, a, a car to drive. Right. So, you know, he's alive. He's not bleeding. He's not dead because he's right. attacking me. I'm good. Let's just leave. But, but all <laughs> of I, that I, thought. That's sad that that's where we're at, though. But all of those things is building up to... May, and that's what I think stuff like this is. They want those people to think. They want everybody to. Well, I mean, what they, their idea for curing racism, is, is we'll more. just we'll just stop pulling over black people. Yeah. <laughs> if you know, if we stop the interactions, crime will go down. The actual crime goes up, but the reporting of crime goes down mm-hmm. because there's nobody there to take the reports. Until after the fact, when now this was a simple mugging that turned into now a homicide. Right. And that's how they, which I mean, historically, that's how the police always were, were an after the fact kind of thing. Because, Mm -hmm. say, in the 30s, or even take it back in the late 1800s, you weren't, I mean, it's not like you were calling 911, or if a crime was happening, you weren't calling the police you weren't getting the police you weren't sending somebody go get the sheriff now i mean if you were maybe downtown in the small little town maybe something like that would happen Mm -hmm. but most of the time you either took care of yourself or it played itself out you know the guy killed you he mugged you he stole from you whatever or you defended yourself or everything happened the police then were always an after the fact oh yeah kind of thing and of course in this in this situation in that scenario the survivor's story is the one that is the truth because you can't cross-examine him a dead person. All right. So, and when when I was doing this one, then so I started looking at some more of the the shooter, the guy at the FBI. You know, because they said he took an AR-style rifle mm-hmm. with him, which is, I mean, that's understandable. But they always have to report an AR-15 style. Oh, sure. Just got to say, makes for a better story. But what I don't understand about that particular issue is they left just a crap ton of M16s in Afghanistan. Right. uh, Which are basically the military version of the AR 15. 
if it's why is it such a big deal for us as Americans to have it, but they can leave them over there for them to use, right? For to for do terrorists, who knows what, right. for terrorists to use, but we can't have them. Law-abiding citizens in America, they want to take away our ability to have those those weapons. But this shooter, the Ohio shooter, he also had with him a nail gun. Oh, a nail gun. Which, to me, I was like, until I started reading some more of the articles about what he posted on, because uh, uh, he had a Truth Social account, I was like, why do you have a nail gun? And he posted... Um, the because he got away, mm-hmm. um, and then they found him shortly Later. after. Yeah, and then ended up in a shootout and killed him. But uh, he posted the idea. What what he said? The idea that I had to to get it to gain access into the building through the bulletproof glass didn't work, and it failed. What did he shoot it with a nail gun? That's what I was thinking. Then that's what he did. He never shot the other gun. He only shot the nail gun into the bulletproof glass. I think he had it in his head if he does that, it'll shatter it to where he can gain access into the building. Right. And then and he did it and it probably just plinked. And uh so then he ran away. I would be interested to see what the nail gun and bulletproof glass that would happen. Yeah. That's an interesting experiment. But cuz I was and thinking not, this whole it's not time bulletproof we should actually we should be factual. It's bullet resistant. Right. Because but, eventually if you shoot it with enough bullets, it's going to fail. Right. Or big enough caliber. But, I mean, I, because I was thinking this whole time, okay, he's, he goes with an AR and a nail gun. What's the point of the nail gun? And that's what they kept saying. He shot at the, the glass. The glass. But then that's what comes out. No, he just shot. With and here I'm gun. thinking he, he was, never even shot a real you gun. You know, he was going to gain access and use the nail gun to nail down, you know, like nail the the door shut or something. Yeah, I don't know. So that you couldn't get in, you know, it'd be harder for you to get in. But, you know, of course there's the uh the conspiracy theories that he was uh it's all fake and he was a plant and uh, none of it actually and blah blah blah. Yeah. Um but I started looking He at, was actually hired by Trump in person to go and do that. Now you're going to po- and that's pro- that's I'm being facetious here, people. That's I'm just being silly, but no, I'm no. sure that'll probably be uh, no. The conspiracy is the the FBI. He's is, an yeah, FBI yeah, I plant, know. so I know. But so, there's also going to be the other flip side of it too. Oh yeah, yeah. But he because uh, so, um, you're going to hear these. He got his marching orders right from Trump. Right. Trump told him what to do, and that's why he went and did what he did. My thing is <laughs> with him, he. They said he posted, I, I think it was like 370-some posts on True Social. When, in fact, he's probably just a crazy guy. Oh, he's definitely a crazy guy. But I started looking, and I noticed on his, Ricky Schieffer is his name, um, he's only following one person. My guess is that's Donald Trump. If you were going to create a fake account, would you not only follow Trump because you don't want him associated with anybody else, maybe? But... But he only had 20 followers to begin with. Yeah. And he's only following one person. Yeah, which I who's, think is Trump. Who's the one person? They don't. And like I said. They, you, you can't look. But my big thing is he just created this count nine days before nine the shooting. Nine days before he goes and does something stupid. And they said he posted 370 sometimes. In nine days. In nine days. He was a wild man. Yeah. He was either a wild man or he was a plant. Yeah. That's just, I mean, that just, it just looks, I mean, like I said, Occam's razor, right? Occam's razor, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever the, the 
simplest answer is is probably the right one. And you're looking at that, and you're like, wow. He can't have been on, I mean, you know, to only be following one person, he can't have been on Twitter very long. Yeah. And like I said, he just started his true, account. true social. Yeah. That's the one that's owned by Trump. Or founded by Trump. That's just weird. I don't, I don't use it that much because I don't like it. Why don't you like it? There's nobody on it but Trump, Trump, hurrah, hurrah. Right. That's it. Yeah. I get you. It's, it's, it's kind of like, not that I'm looking for an argument. No. But I want to see stuff, too. I mean, like Facebook. I don't go to Facebook for the arguments or the even the political stuff. I like all kinds of stuff. Right. Um, and I want to see both sides. But... And there's nothing wrong with seeing both sides. You should be able to check out both sides, and then you can make your own. And that's the great thing about our country is in the past you were able to look at both sides of an issue. You were able to study it and come to your own conclusion. And as long as you didn't hurt anybody else, it was okay. But for some reason here the last few years, you can't have an alternative opinion than what we want you to have because if we you do have one and you try to put it out and it sounds rational – we're going to get you, it's going to be, you're crazy, you're a conspiracy theory, and blah, 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 and you can't say that. No. You know, if if they treated, like, Bigfoot and UFOs that way, then, you know, oh, you can't talk about Bigfoot and UFOs. What's really amazing is, I mean, you think about how far we went from 1906 to 2022, and you, you see the, but the leap from the very first powered flight Mm-hmm. To yeah, landing yeah. on the moon, that was to, to landing up to me landing a rocket on a floating platform. Yes, out that's, at sea. That's impressive too. That's like the size of this room. Mm-hmm. To me, I believe the best thing you can, if you're going to stockpile anything, is water, <laughs> canned food, ammos, and guns. <laughs> There's something to be said for that. Because with those four, you can live long enough to take everybody else's stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got you've got food that you've stockpiled. You've got water that you've stockpiled. You've got a gun. You've got ammo. You can hunt for yourself if you have to. You can go out and shoot deer, shoot your neighbor. Not that I'm a, I'm not advocating that, but if society were to collapse, I'm pretty sure that would happen to more than one person. So yeah, it's not a uh, land having land. Of course, there again, you can. You got guns and ammo. You take the land. You take other people's. Yes, you know. Watch The Walking Dead. <laughs> yes, I have watched <laughs> The Walking Dead. You got to build a fort. You got to move in with the. Uh, you got to build in Alexandria. You got to have an eye patch, um, and a baseball well, bat, uh, with, Lucille with, with barbed wire on yeah. it. What else do you need to survive the zombie apocalypse? Eye patch, baseball bat with a barbed wire on it. Canned pudding. Cans of pudding. Uh, sheriff's hat. Yep. Let's see. And a crossbow. All righty then. As always, thank you for listening. If this is your first time tuning in, I encourage you to subscribe to the show. And if you... So you don't miss out on all the other future episodes. And you can hear when Wolfie starts doing some of his socially solo episodes. Um, Because remember, we release a full podcast every week, which is this one, which is episode 100. And we release the socially solo episodes every morning. Yes, every morning Dave is doing socially solo. His name is Dave Solo. 
Dave Solo, Han Solo. Han Solo's little brother. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like what you've been hearing, we invite you to go to wherever you're listening and leave us a comment and a review. Thank you. If you haven't already, subscribe to Socially Sensitive on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Socially Sensitive. Also, check out our website, sociallysensitive.com, and grab some officially licensed products.